moderator, 6'1", 215 pounds, from the bayou, DJ Slow Boogie. At center, 6'3", 170 pounds, dripping wet, the master of the one-liner, Sports Club Russ. At Annals, 6'2", 220 pounds, straight from Bill's Mafia, fresh off the table dive, Sterling Pearl. Give it up for your hosts of Sports Sushi. All right, everybody, welcome to Sports Sushi. It's another Thursday, another episode of Sports Sushi. Sports Sushi is presented by Gradwick. Our friends at Gradwick are building a team to break up the Hollywood establishment control over key access points. Gradwick is an audience and artist-owned studio system designed to provide creators ethical finance, marketing, and distribution on their terms. Join the Gradwick Discord today and tell us what you're creating. If you listen to uh, us on Discord, thank you. If you're listening to us on Twitter, thank you as well. We're now live on Twitter spaces, but if you're listening to Twitter right now and you want to tune in and chime in and interact with us, go to the Twitter handle and the link in the bio and join us in the Discord Discord chat. I am DJ Slow Boogie. I'm here with the, my two dudes, What's Plug Russ and Sterling Furlow. How are you guys doing, man? How was your weekend, my boys? What's popping? It was great on my end, and for those listening in the spaces, bring your bitch ass to the party. Shit. <laughs> Dog, I I my I had my first drink at ten a.m. I was getting it, bro. I was getting it. I ain't do nothing. That's how good mine was. <laughs> yeah, I ain't do shit. Man, I actually I had two little girls to entertain, so I did some huh? shit. You know what I'm saying? Daddy duty. Daddy duty. I am envious. I, hey, I love it to death, but I am envious. I wish I could have started drinking at ten a.m. But I didn't. But I did go see fireworks, and I will tell you guys, fireworks are still the shit. No matter how old you get, a good fireworks show mm-hmm. will never be a bad thing. And shout out to the dude in Rowlett that did the fireworks show. I hope you're okay because they did three, two, one, and I swear to God, it looked like a scene from a Marvel movie. The explosion was so Whoa. big, and it was not a firework explosion. But nobody came running out the floor screaming, "Oh my God!" So I was like, "I guess we good." That shit. Uh, hey, but next week though, I'm going to Disneyland out in Cali. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm link up with the uh, Chris Chris out there. So it's, gonna, it's gonna be up. <laughs> I need footage. Yes. Chris, don't beat up Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I heard he's a Patriots fan. <laughs> oh Lord, don't tell me he is Mickey Mouse a Patriots fan. God damn it, son of a bitch! I don't know that'd be funny if he was. He probably likes the Cowboys like everybody else. Ha! Let's get it. Right. <laughs> well, well, let's get it. Let's get it going. Going to the NFL. Hey man. Baker Mayfield finally on the move, finally out of Cleveland, landed into uh, Carolina. Just like we figured, there wasn't really that many other places he can go, but uh, he landed in Cleveland, man. What are you guys' thoughts, reactions to this trade? I think it's good for Baker. I just hope that as he rides out of Cleveland, may the Cleveland Browns rest in shit, he's jamming some zero. And I hope he's jamming I hate you, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> the whole way, all the way down to Carolina. But nah, fuck the... Dude, we're talking about... His, okay, here's the thing. Baker, however you feel about him. One thing we have to be honest about. Like, we can feel about 
Baker and be all like, he's not that good. But not if you Cleveland. Before he got there, y'all niggas won one game in two years. One game in two years. Then he gets there. You make the playoffs. You beat the Steelers. Then you beat him again in the playoffs. You lose to Patrick Mahomes, but you still was in the game. And this guy's trash. Oh, it's the team around him. I understand that Odell Beckham's great. And I love Odell Beckham. But, man, look, if I got a quarterback that can't rock with Odell Beckham, well, we not rocking with Odell Beckham. That's just how that's going to be. Jarvis, you can't get down with him. We not. Tom Brady played with Randy Moss one year, and he lost in the Super Bowl. But the other years when he was winning, Julian Edelman was his wide receiver. And Julian Edelman, you're an awesome wide receiver, but we all know you not. You not Odell Beckham Jr. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think that I think that Baker got a bad rap. I think he's gonna do great in, with the Panthers. And we can talk about how far they're gonna go and all that in a second. But that, I just think it's a really good thing for him, man. Fuck Cleveland. Yeah, I, it's mixed emotions, <laughs> man. Because the the Panthers got they got two of the first three picks in that draft, man. It's what are they doing at the quarterback position? But I understand them wanting to get Baker. Him and Darnold can battle out and see who's gonna take the starting job. But, man, I just when I look at the situation, there's not many excuses that I can take away for Baker. They did. They really did do a good job of putting him around a lot of talent. And he now was an injury this year. But when you look at the stats, it's been the same production. He really hasn't. He's about as I always say this, but he's as good as he's going to get. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So if that's as good as he's going to get, what, 26 touchdowns and maybe 10, 12 picks or how that's a good year. So. I guess eight. I'll take that. I'll take that. I think it was eight. That's not. That's last year, but the year before was twenty-one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Fourteen yeah. is rookie year, and thirteen last year. You do the averages, but he's—I don't know, man. Why you draft Matt Corral in the third round if you're gonna go and get Baker Mayfield, like Darnold to Mayfield? I just don't really see. I'm saying it's like that doesn't move the needle. I'd rather start the rookie tank. And get you, and then position yourself to get the quarterback you want. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand the move, but I get it. So, but at the same time, do you think that? So you are saying that you think that the re, the sole reason why the Cleveland Browns did not make it further in the playoffs, the only reason was Baker Mayfield. Baker is a big reason. He's limited, man. He's not what you want as a franchise quarterback. He's average to below average NFL quarterback standard. So if you want to settle for average and the Kirk Cousins, we might win a playoff game, we might make it to the playoffs and might not, then if that's their cup of tea, then sign up for Baker Mayfield all day. But if your goal is to be a Super Bowl contending team in your future, you got to do better. got to do better. I think I agree with you, but I also disagree in the sense that I agree with you. He's I'm like, look, America, he's not a world beater. I'm not sitting up here. I'm an Oklahoma fan, but I am not beating on my chest for Baker Mayfield to win the MVP by no means. So please do not put me in that category. But I will say he is someone that I do think you can win with. I do think you can win with him. If you put a good team around him and let that team grow, you can win with him. But if you have a situation like he had in Cleveland, let's just say what it is. Like you got the guy, but you, you didn't really want him. Even no matter how many games he won, they was going to always look for a replacement for him. I think the Panthers are going to be good. And Sam Darnold, I, he's a non-factor at this point. I like Sam. But I think Sam Darnold seems like a nice guy. But, nah, like after so many chances to prove yourself, brother, man, you just ain't yeah. it. And then Matt Corral, he's one of those rookies that literally, he's the definition of boomer bust. Either Matt yep. Corral's going to get in a snap, 
and he'll never come out the game or he's going to get in and you won't be able you won't be able to wait to take him out the game. So I think Baker Mayfield is a guy that, like you said, sometimes it's good to have consistency like that. Of course, you know what you're going to get. Now you can call the plays the way you need to around it. I I, I think him playing hurt last year just did so much damage to the yeah, way I agree. him. Because I'm a person that is I'm like fully on the side of if you can't play and do your thing, do not go out there. And I don't give a fuck if someone says you could give me five minutes. No. Do not go after it if you cannot be yourself with the injury that you have because once you are not yourself and you look like you did last year, you're going to be in this situation. But I think the Panthers are going to be better off for it. So with the Baker Mayfield stepping into under center, obviously is, is we can. I'm just going to go ahead. I know that him and Darnold are supposed to have a quarterback battle, but I'm just going to pencil it in right now. Week one, we're starting is QB one is going to be Baker. Assuming especially who they play, especially yeah. for who they play, let them know who they play. Uh, yeah, we will get to that. I just want to just, just talk about with a – and I like how you guys brought up the, the offense and the difference between the Cleveland offense and the, and the talent that they had over there. He is around an, another situation where it is good talent. I know the running back situation is going to be a little different depending if a Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, a.k.a. A Derry Sanders. If he can, <laughs> Sanders can stay. If my boy Derry Sanders can stay healthy, I do think I do think they do some damage. But the, the question I want to ask you guys is – are they a playoff team with Baker under center? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think this is not the Cleveland Browns where they had a plethora of talent at multiple positions. I think they're I think they're on their way. And maybe this change of scenery is what Baker needs. You know what I'm saying? Because like Russ alluded to, I mean, it does make a difference when your organization believes in you. And he had to go through, what, three or four different offensive coordinators if you had coaches. That stuff matters. So hopefully he can write the shit, but... I don't think the Panthers are a playoff team just yet. They got, they still got a lot of holes. I agree with some of that. Like, I think when I think about this, I think about it in two parts. Because when you ask that question, I agree with Sterling. My first answer is, are they a playoff team? And I say no, because I don't think three teams out the NFC South will make it. And I think that the 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 Saints will be a playoff team. I think, or the second best team, of course. I think the Bucks will win it, but I think the Saints will be the second best team in that division. So no, but. Are they capable of being a playoff team? Hell yeah. Hell yes. If you were to tell me, like, I'm going to give... Okay, like you said, if Derry Sanders gets out there and does his thing and doesn't get hurt, which we know is highly unlikely, that's why I say... That's why I think even... That's why everybody says no, I think. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, you got Derry Sanders. I can't get off that. You got... What is it? Who's that? At? Who's that? At? Uh, the receiver's uh, got DJ, Robbie, Robbie Anderson DJ and DJ Moore. Oh, no, DJ Moore. Well, oh, DJ no, Moore yeah. is... Is a capable receiver. He's a capable number mm-hmm. one. He cold, and Robert Anderson does his job. And Robert Anderson is a play with nothing but bums. If you look at his, so he's a pretty cold at receiver. Not even made. He's better than a lot of niggas. He catches yeah. the ball from a lot of bums in his career. So, I mean, I think they can, but do I think they will? Nah, but y'all, the Bengals made the Super Bowl last year. So, shit, anything can happen in the NFL. Yeah, and here's something I want you know, just to throw out there. Listen, I forget that Mara might be facing a six game suspension, so that might change the outlook or the outcome of a, yeah if he gets suspended so, i might say so yeah so i still think i'm gonna say this i do think they have the chance at that number two spot and which i don't see them beating or besting the bucks they might get the saints early i didn't check the schedule i just know that the first couple of weeks the saints are going to have a pretty tough schedule but i do think that they could catch some lucky breaks in the season and they have an outside chance, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pencil it in. I'm going to say, yes, they, they have a chance to make it. It's all barring on, on – sorry to interrupt you, Boogie, but it's all depending on how your team performs. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts and a lot of variables, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm always a glass half full type guy. But I'm gonna sit there. I'm gonna say, and this is not me saying this as a fan. It's just we we've never been beaten in the regular season by the Bucks. So as long as we stay healthy and we wish probably we we can very well. We can very well take the wish card, but just to, like I said, like yeah. we're said, depending honest, on how it shakes up. Sterling, you're in the nice AFC where y'all have teams that are good at football. The NFC got <laughs> some bums. Yeah, the NFC got some bums out there, so you could very well have a conference like where the Cowboys are, and the Cowboys or Eagles could bum out, and only one of them could make the playoffs, and the rest of them yeah. could be so shitty that three teams make it in one division. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that the Panthers are moving in the right direction. Yeah, I think we all agree. We all would agree with that, that yes, they are definitely moving, trending in the right direction. But week one, Baker will get some form of a revenge if he does indeed stay at the QB1 and wins the QB battle like I'm pretty sure most of country is expecting him to, unless your name is Sam Darnold. Cleveland Browns are visiting or playing Carolina at home week one. Now, a lot of obviously the general consensus is that, you know, it's highly probable that Deshaun Watson might not be available this week one game. That QB room, looking what it is now after Baker left, is a Jacoby Brissett, Joshua Dobbs, and Deshaun Watson. One of those guys for sure will be on that field. Not sure if it will be Deshaun Watson. <laughs> bro, fuck the Browns, bro. Yeah. I'm, the, Browns, the Browns are like a nigga that be like, yeah, man, I got a date. Yeah, she all right. She for <laughs> sure going to go. She for sure going to let me fuck. But nah, man, I got to wait on the 10, bro. I don't know if she going to show up to the club. I don't know if she going to be at the restaurant. I don't even know if she going to go home with me. But nigga, she's so bad, I got to try it. Nigga, that's what the Cleveland Browns, and they going to take an L for this. I swear to God, it is not going to go well for them. I promise you. There's too much bad karma. Deshaun going to play at some point. Maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, Deshaun, hopefully. hopefully. I, I, I hope so. It's I hope so. <laughs> I do think Deshaun. I'm looking uh, at it. Yeah, right. I'm looking yeah, at it like that's, this. That's the situation feels like. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel that he's going to serve a year suspension, but there is that possibility he might definitely do a year. Look, even if he does four games, he don't get to choose. So my point is this: if Baker Mayfield goes out there and wins that game with the Panthers, which he will. He yeah. will, because he's petty. He's petty. But as an Oklahoma fan, let me tell you, Petty Baker will take you places. When that motherfucker is feeling like people do not love him and he is being shitted on, he plays some good-ass football. Let me tell you. And if he goes out there and he wins that game to get the Panthers, that, I mean, against the Cleveland Browns, oh, they, I think they will make the playoffs, bro. Because that team is going to follow him, and they're going to follow that way of thinking. The whole Panthers team is going to feel like these motherfuckers don't love us. They think we ain't shit. And that team is going to follow him just like them Oklahoma players followed him when he planted that stake at Ohio State, bro. Like, he is, like, he's, like, you wouldn't call him a leader in a good situation. But when everybody thinks that you ain't shit, like, he performs. So, that that game, to me, is going to tell you. If they go out there and they get beat, and it looks bad for Baker, it's done. Just wait for Matt Corral to get on the field. But if they go out there and they put up some touchdowns and they win and Baker's out there talking shit, grabbing his nutsack and all that type of crazy shit, being him, yeah, man, the league going to be in a little bit of trouble. And uh, Here's a question. So do you get rid of one after training camp who wins the starting job? Oh, you tell Sam Donald kick rocks right now. 
There's no point. There's no point in having Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield on the same team because if Sam Darnold is your backup, what do you have? A depressed quarterback that knows he got a bad shake. He did get a bad shot. No, anybody that gets Adam Gase as their coach, I'm sorry for you, bro. Sorry, the cards just didn't get dealt your way. Take your money and live your life and have a good time because nah, Sam Darnold goes. You keep a Carroll. In case a Baker flames out, you can throw him out there for some hope. Then, if, like you say, if you lose all them games, you can go ahead and draft somebody new. <laughs> Look, man, Donald's Donald's done. Like his goose is cooked. He's all he's all like he said. He, he a ghost. His shrimp is his mm-hmm. his shrimp has been cocktailed. His steak has been grilled. He done. Finished. Well done. Shit. His confidence has to be shot right now. We could do a whole show on like how he just got the raw end of the NFL stick. You know what I'm saying? The raw deal out the NFL. And every and it happens to players, bro. But if you're Panthers, nah, Sam. Bye. <laughs> yeah, Sam is a he's a backup. He's a number two, unless he has some re- revitalization. Of of his career, I think this is it, my boy. It, it's been a, it's been a nice run. Not really, but hey, it's about as best as it can be. I'm a, Sam, I'm a Sam Donald apologist to the Sam Donald fan, but like at this point, my nigga, what you gonna do, bro? Like, you, we'll give you a chance to win the starting position. You will give you a chance. He not gonna win it though, cause Baker's pissed off. Baker feels slighted. Baker's about to go out here and win this job. That's a hundred percent. And barring injury, Baker's gonna get this job, and he's going to perform very well for the Panthers. Does that equate Gotta... wins? Wins beating Tom Brady and or the Saints? Who's gonna the Saints are gonna have a top five defense? So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's what you're gonna look at. But Baker has shown us, like I said before, this man was drafted. The team that drafted him had won one game in two seasons. When he got there, they beat their biggest rival, they made the playoffs, and then the first game of the playoffs, they beat their biggest rival again. The only team they ever lost to in the playoffs was the best team in that hole, or the well, second best now, but at the time, thought to be the best team out of everybody in Kansas City. So, I'm not really hating on them, bro. Or actually, that was the year before. So, yes, the best team out of there, Kansas City, because they made the Super Bowl. So, I'm not really hating on them, bro. Baker's not by no means not my favorite, but he's not trash, bro. Like I said, Sam Donald, Sam Donald's cooked, career's cooked. Uh, Baker Bayfield uh, has a, a second chance in Cleveland. Uh, let's slide over to the NBA. Uh, somebody that was cooking a uh, Chet Holmgren's summer league debut. Motherfucker. Finished. I got some things uh, to say about that, though. Uh, Chet Holmgren finished out with a 23 points, seven rebounds, four assists, six blocks, one steal, went seven for nine on the floor, and four for six beyond the arc. I know you guys, too. You, both you guys. Being a Mavs fan, so I've seen a lot of Dirk comparisons just because, you know, he made a Dirk-esque right. shot. I, I want to know what you guys feel about that, being a Mavericks fan, and your reactions from his summer league debut. Were they exceeded your expectations? Did, you know, were they on point? Or did you think that he should have done better? Let's start with Russ, man. Boy, Russ is a chomping at the bit over here. Because let's be 100% honest, bro. Like, Chet, this is not like, I've said what I said. Does he have some skills? Yes. Does he have the potential to be a great player? Yes. Is he too small, though? Yes. Please stop talking about a game. These All right, he's, there was only one guy that got drafted. Jared Butler from uh, Jared Butler from Baylor was the only guy that had gotten dra- drafted. Shout out to him. Every one of those other guys was the LA Fitness All-Stars from Salt Lake City. 
So, yeah, you're supposed to go out there and you're supposed to crash them bums. No, they're not bums in life. And we're grading them on a scale, the NBA players, them niggas were some bums. So he went out there and he blocked some shots against the bums. And then what happened then right now? You know I wasn't going to let it go, Boogie. The very next the very next night, I call him Crock-Pot. Kenny Lofter Jr. came in there cooking his ass. He folded like a wet paper sack. Chet need to get the paper sack, unwet it, put a sandwich in it, take the sandwich out, and eat that hoe. And then ask for another one. Because he's too small. And so I really don't give a fuck about anything he did against a bunch of guys that are not going to be playing next year, except for Jared Butler. And maybe if one of those other guys has a good story, then they'll make it. But half them guys are G-leaguers and guys that's not finna make it. So that game didn't really mean shit to me. And to the people that are saying, oh, look at his percentage. Nah, fuck that. Look at what happened when a nigga that weighed 270 pounds was putting that ass on him. Pause. And backing his ass down in the paint and just getting layup after layup. Uh, spot up threes. The nigga didn't look like he wanted it. Chet looked like a guy that when the, everything looks even and the guy's as big as you, the guy's as strong as you, stronger, because everybody's stronger than that nigga, the guy's bigger than you, stronger than you, like you don't look like you want it. Is he good, tall, amazing talent? Yes, but don't give me Dirk until he shows that. Right now he looking like Sean Bradley, nigga. <laughs> With the offensive game, right? No, no, no Yeah, go ahead. I just, yeah, I have to agree, man. I like Chet, but just think about it. When you're playing in the NBA and you're playing against real bigs on a consistent basis, he going to have problems. Like, it's one, six blocks, okay, yeah, you're getting those from playing help side defense or you're getting those, like, when you're trailing the defender and you're smacking something against the backboard. But, like, he can't lock down. No. From the perimeter, he's like, it's like when you watch him play perimeter on the defense, Kenny Lofton is a big-ass dude. And he was working, Chet. You know what I'm saying? Like, working Kenny Lofton is six foot seven, bro. Chet is seven feet. Like, you should be, and he's nimble. So I expect him, if you can't be a post player, that's fine. But I at least expect you to play respectable perimeter defense. He can't do that. So right now, he can't play on the outside defensively, and he can't play inside. Now, he can block shots at seven foot one. Okay, but those are, like I said, those are in transition or help side defensive blocks. You aren't going to get those all the time. So six blocks in his first game, that's great. But that's not that's not sustainable, obviously. And Sterling, you'll tell the people you played too, bro, like you, you can be a shitty defender, but so tall that you can get some blocks. Right. And that's what he's looking. Oh, shotgun. Pick up them chopsticks. How you doing? Yo, I agree a lot about about shit but i think it's a it's a old sometimes i think that we are getting old um somebody told me today he fits the perfect mode of the new nba and i watched the highlights of the summer league game i didn't watch the game and then i went back and looked at the tape and kenny lofton jr from houston and the greatest tweet i saw today was Chet, don't feel bad. He did that to everyone. No one is built like him. And so when we say, oh, he can't do it, he actually played really good defense. He got 14 rebounds. Shot of, he, he is a phenomenal talent. And I think this is the same thing we were saying about Kevin Durant. And then I watched Kevin Durant's recent podcast when he said that he kept listing himself shorter so he could be a small forward. Hopefully Oklahoma City builds around him correctly, puts some bigs behind him, like an Anthony Davis, like a Carl Anthony Towns. And I don't think his weight is going to be an issue just because of the new NBA. A lot of those ticky-tack fouls that he was getting in the NCAA, and we can all agree, 
they're awful when it comes to officiating. He's not going to get those calls in the NBA. He's not going to foul out as much as he was. And he is actually a pretty decent perimeter defender. I think Chet is a matchup nightmare. And he's going to be. So here's, I don't know if you guys did. But I would challenge you guys to go watch the game. I like I didn't so, watch the game, watch the highlights. He played really well. So Shaga, I like you, bro, but you're wrong on this, man. Chet, look, man, Chet cannot play. He cannot play on the perimeter, like as a defender, right? He's got long arms, but he doesn't have the I don't think he has the foot quickness Absolutely. to be able to compete at a high level against real NBA starters. Now, if you want Chet to come in and give you 15, 10, and 4, 5, I think he could do that. 20, he's going to get 20, 25 every now and then. But until he adds about 15, 20 pounds of muscle, what we're talking about right now is a non-issue. That man, he has to get stronger, and he's not strong enough. Now, I think he has, like, the basketball character to really dedicate himself to the gym and add on weight and so forth. But if he can't put pounds on that frame, there's a lot of niggas that's seven feet and can do what he do that we ain't even never heard of. You know what I'm saying? He really has to put weight on it. If he doesn't, he's just going to be one one of them big niggas, them tall Andre niggas Drummond. that don't do nothing. Exactly. You'll be Andre Drummond. But no, I, I, and like Sterling said, we love you. We love you, Shotgun Sean. But uh, nah, I think on this one, like we, we hope for the best. I think the reason why we say this is because Chet was saying, I don't really have to gain that much. It's, yes, you do. And yes, the young boy is from Houston. I will say this too. The reason why it matters, for those that don't know, why it matters that Kenny Lofton Jr. was the one killing him because Kenny Lofton Jr. did play for the USA team under 19 team. Kenny mm-hmm. Lofton did go against Wambiana, and you'll know him in the next and that, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a seven foot three demon from France that is nice. You know what I'm saying? So, and we, and I watched that game when Kenny Lofton Jr. played against Juan Biana. And so when I saw what Kenny Lofton Jr. was doing to him, I said, nah, bro. Like, Chet got to realize, like, I have to be big enough that when a guy gets aggressive and tries to force me under the goal, I can wall up. Like, he can't right. wall up right now. Right. And I was talking, I said, I was talking to my father the other day, and I was like, what's going to happen the game that he plays against Giannis? Because Giannis is going to say, let me play center this game. Like, he's not big enough. What's going to happen when he plays against Joel Embiid? What's going to happen when he, he plays, and I believe he's going to play not the same division, but I think he did play in the same division as Joker yeah. probably saw that last night and say, yo, bro, and this is a number one pick, so a top overall pick. <laughs> so we're not looking for you to be Andre Jumman. We're not looking for you to be, like, in the middle of the pack. We're looking for you to be able to compete. And what you said, Sean, is true, which is great when you're calling, you always give a good take. But what you said is really true. Like, he's got all the, the yeah, skill is there. Even though, to me, he's – I don't like the Kevin Durant stuff because Kevin – here's what I say. Kevin Durant is a guy that looks like he just played basketball his whole life, and that just developed, and he became 6'10". Chet Holmgren looks like a guy that after they saw he was that tall, they told him, you need to develop some outside game. So that's the difference between Kevin Durant and all these other dudes. Kevin Durant just looks like he played like he was 6'3 his entire life. He just grew to be 7 feet tall. Chet Holmgren looks like he got to be about 6'8, 6'9, and they told him, we'll develop some dribble game. That's why I like Paulo, because Paulo looked like he just been playing his entire life. That just, He just looks like he just been hooping his entire life, and that's just how he get down. So I think that's a big difference now. But you got to get bigger, bro. Chet's a, he's a great talent. No one's going to deny that. But I think that we just, all of us have to just be honest and say, you're not finna come out here looking like a twig, you know what I'm saying, and dominate. And you're going to get some offside blocks, that's true. But you're not finna come out here and do what we need you to do. 
unless like Sterling said, you get in the kitchen and you eat and you gain that 15 to 20 pounds of pure muscle. And it, you don't have to be buff. Like no. I think people get the misconception that to be strong, you have to be big and buff. No, but you got to go out there and you got to lift slow and be able to control the weight and be strong. And and I don't think Chet's there yet. And I think before he gets there, it's going to be rough. It's going right. to be real rough. And we talk about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's not a lockdown defender on the perimeter, no. but he can stay in front of you. So until Chet can at least do that, you see what I'm saying? So I think, but he's in the best, I think he's in the best situation because he's in an organization where they really do a good job of drafting and True. developing. So that's going to really benefit him a lot. So I'm excited for Chet where he landed. I think they're going to really develop him. I think he's going to gain weight. I think he's going to be a, a, an all-star player. But right now, he if he doesn't correct the few things, he's not going to last long-term in the league. No. And I hope he does do the get weight game because what people what when people say the Dirk thing and I say no, is because like the amount of work Dirk put in, you know what I'm saying, to transform his body and stuff, do that. If I see Chet do that, then yeah, he'll be straight. Now if he goes and watches a bunch of Dirk tape and gets Dirk's number and just does that, then yeah, he'll be straight because he could play that type of post game. But in today's NBA, they're gonna be trying to dribble and all other type of shit, and you're not getting nowhere on nobody when weighing nothing. Like, it's not, even in today's NBA, like, you're not going nowhere weighing nothing. Durham, who got drafted by the Pistons, was a nightmare for him. And that was just because he played aggressive. He's a very good player. But right. he, but he was a nightmare because he was stronger. He played very aggressive, and he stayed in Chet's grill. And that's what NBA post players do. Even the bottom feeders of the NBA, they are aggressive. They stay in your grill, and they go for everything. And they're strong, very strong. Yeah. So I think he's going to have to All work right. on that. Giannis was around when he came in the league. Yep. Giannis wasn't. Giannis was Twiggy. And then as a Twiggy nigga myself, I will say, you got to fix that shit. Like, you can, you don't have to be big, but you can still be strong. Yeah, I remember Giannis when he first came in. Yeah, he was a very stick figure. Speaking yeah. of stick figures, let's talk about the king of all stick figures, like KD, Kevin Durant. <laughs> still has not found a landing spot. Everybody's just speculating at this point. The respectable basketball minds that you are. Let's start off with Sterling. Where do you think uh, the best fit is for him at this point? What team do you think? <laughs> I, I, I ain't nobody giving. Bro, you know what they're asking for this dude, man? Thank you. Yep. I saw yeah. I read something before we jumped on the show today, man. It said that the they called the Timberwolves and asked them if you want to give up Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and a couple other guys and four first round picks. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> nigga, hey, y'all seen that <laughs> Chappelle? Y'all seen the Chappelle show when he was like, "We have to turn it," and they just hear the <laughs> they, they click on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah, that's what it's like when the Nets call uh, a team about, about a trade, bro. <laughs> we have five black hostages. Hello? 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 Man, the Nets, I know all gamers. The Nets out here like a, the Nets out here that nigga like a brother at GameStop and asking, well, that's it? That's it? Like, no, nah, my nigga KD Mortal Kombat from two years ago. That whole nice. It's raw. It's fresh, nigga. That was live. But nah, my nigga, we can give you about 2250 Nigga, ten dollars. <laughs> you are not getting Devin Booker. I'm mad that shotgun left because he was the one that told me when the Nets said we want Booker. Nigga, fuck you. If I was a Phoenix, what are you talking about? What did Chris Rock say? Who do you think I got? Chelsea Clinton? Like, nigga, nah, man. KD is 33 years old, my nigga. He's got about five, six years left, and I love yeah. KD, but he ain't worth that much. 
You ain't worth them. Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Edwards? Shut the fuck up talking to me. Click. Tell them, <laughs> tell them, this, your call has been forwarded. Nigga, I'm not taking any more calls, nigga, from the Nets. If I was another NBA team, I would answer the phone just to tell Joe Side, nigga, deal with your own problems. You have two Bro. top five. You have- <laughs> hey, I saw a TikTok and I meant to put it in our chat, but this dude was going in on KD, man. He said this nigga hair looked like loose gravel. Boy, I about holler. Boy, boy. Like, what? Hey, but y'all heard me say this once, and I'll say it again. The key to being a great basketball player is you got to sacrifice the hair. Sacrifice, looking good up top. Trey Young, nice. Steph Curry, always keep a crooked edge up. See, Steph tried to fool niggas when he had them clean-ass braids, which I remember when he had them clean-ass braids, that Mm -hmm. nigga hurt, and he wasn't playing as good. As soon as he got back to that crooked-ass edge up, championship, nigga. Clay. Always keep the old school like curl. I'm 45 looking look on top of his head. Like no nigga that's been in the NBA that's nice as hell. Look at LeBron. Yeah. Nigga. The only nigga better than LeBron chopped it all off. That nigga Jordan got rid of it. I don't know if y'all seen that picture. There's a rare picture of Jordan with the cul-de-sac. I really would wish if Bron, if you're out there listening, I just wish that you would go out there one season and hoop with the cul-de-sac, my nigga. Just get an edge up, get the what the the George Jefferson. Get that whole edged up, come out there and kill niggas <laughs> in the cul-de-sac. If a nigga went out there and killed niggas in the cul-de-sac, boy, nigga, that'd be the realest nigga ever. But nah, I, I, I can't hate for a nigga that in, the, in the NBA who has horrible hair. KD, you got them BBs. That shit look like carpet. Oh. It's horrible. But hey, he get 35 yeah. a night, man. He can do it. <laughs> he can do it. Sacrifice the hair, people. Man, said he got anti-lock naps. <laughs> Bro, like my nigga, BBs, bro. KD, man. Oh, Lord. That hair is, is atrocious. And look, man, I, I appreciate y'all just giving me the, these sweet assists, anti-lock <laughs> naps. I'm going to tell you right now, somebody <laughs> wish there was an anti-lock. Ready to grind it. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> grinder or grinder? No, okay, grinder hey, I said, I said damn. I tried not to do that. I had to. I had to. Early kicked it over and said, "Come on, Russ, we gotta go." He, yeah. he didn't add the D, but Grinder wants there to be one. Damn it! There we yeah. go. Yeah. We just. See? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't heard this morning, my dog BG man, she pleaded guilty to having the uh, CBD or is it hash oil? I'm I'm not sure what it was, but to having that in her possession and stuff like that. They say if she's convicted, she will face up to ten years in a Russian jail, I believe. That's the that, that's she ain't, the uh, she ain't gonna uh, so I've heard this and I'm not a political expert of logistics and stuff like that or how prisoner trades, but I've seen people say that usually whenever this shit happens to do a prisoner trade, they have to enter a guilty plea. Hopefully, man, this is I'm fingers crossed being optimistic, have a guy half full, a glass half full type situation or outlook that, that uh, this is probably the beginning of getting her home, hopefully. Uh, but what do you guys feel about this situation? Man, oh, I got go. some information on this. I did oh, a little research, it. guys. So this is how fucked up this is, man. Griner, Griner, Brittany, where we're <laughs> BG, where we're going to call her. BG, BG. BG. She accepted. She said, you know what? I'm guilty. I didn't do it on, I didn't do it with malintent. I didn't do it on purpose, yada, yada. She wrote a letter to Biden saying that if he could do anything, she feels like she's going to be in Russia forever. I say, well, the U.S. and Russia are in early negotiations. Okay, and we know that we talked about this earlier in the show a few months ago, where there are U.S. detainees in Russia, and then in here in America we have some Russian prisoners, right? They want to work a trade 
okay? And get this. There is a guy named Victor Bout. So he was an arms dealer in Russia, and he's here on a 25-year federal prison sentence. He was convicted in 2011. In Russia, they call him the merchant of death and the lord of war. And they are trying to work a player for player. The dude from the movie? The dude from the movie? Nicholas Cage played? Oh, no. Brittany, you got to stay. Brittany, you got to stay. You got to keep that nigga locked up. Right. (laughs) You got to keep him locked up. So White House officials are saying, do not make this, don't make this trade. Do not make this trade. Okay? And Biden feels pressure to get Brittany Griner out of the pen. So that's the situation from, you can find this just about anywhere, but it's a real thing, man. So there is a player for player trade going on with prisoners. I didn't know, I know they did this with slavery back in the day. I know we do this in modern sports. I did not know we did this with prisoners of different countries. It's pretty interesting, so I, we'll see what happens. And I am actually a little bit of the political nigga, but we don't get into that, you know what I'm saying? We can't get you the podcast with that type of shit. Just like, <laughs> I got an idea. Ghost holler at me. But no, I, I think that I did not know that, Sterling. So when you hit me with that knowledge, I did not know it was the Lord of War they was trying to get out. Now, if you guys have not seen it, the Lord of War is one of the best movies you could ever see. It's really dope. But yeah, America's not trading that nigga, bro. Nah. <laughs> if you see that movie, America's not giving that nigga up. Like when they say he's the merchant of death, it's not because he kills people. He literally gives everyone the ability to kill people. You think niggas got guns now. Like, when he was running around, they was getting anything and everything of all sorts of deathly destruction that you could because he could get it. That nigga was super plug. I'm the sports plug. That nigga's the death plug because he could tell exactly. he could get you anything you need to kill a nigga, like, in 30 days or less, like, for real. So I don't think they're going to trade him for Britney. I do hope Britney gets out. I don't think that we have to worry about, like, Britney being, like, like anything bad, like, killed or anything like that or something like that. Because she makes them a lot of money on the basketball side. But Sterling is not lying. It is going to be a prisoner for prisoner trade. Now, I'm just not sure that we want to... Man, hey. If you want to trade the Joker or some random civilian, you can. But that's dangerous. I'm not going to lie. They might have to... They're going to have to tell them. Just anybody but that nigga. Here's a quote. I got a quote for you. Here we go. You ready for this? This is for what Russ is talking about. I'm about to give you scope to it. It says, Bout was a translator in the Soviet army before starting an air freight company that transported tens of millions of arms he supplied during his heyday in the 90s and early 2000s to sanction militias and rebels in conflicts throughout Africa and Asia. He's a soft-spoken man, fluent in seven languages, with an IQ of 170. Bout seemed more like a university professor than the world's most notorious illegal arms trafficker. Bruh. Bro, there's only one yeah. thing. There's only one thing worse than an evil villain, and that's a brilliant evil villain. Evil villain, and that's what that dude is. I'm telling you, America. Any yo, America would let Larry Hoover out before that nigga, bro. Hey, I'm gonna be hey, honest man. with you. Free, free Larry Hoover, though. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 Larry yeah. Hoover yeah. is like, I'm, hey, gentlemen, I hate to break your heart. Them niggas gonna pay China back before Larry Hoover get out. That nigga not getting out. I'm sorry, Larry. I love you. I hope you get out. But hey, this nigga's in Chicago from the South Side saying that nigga need to stay locked down. So Can we like, get Larry C murder. Hoover. Can we get C murder? Now, yeah, free C murder. Yes, <laughs> he need to be free. See, free C murder till it's backwards, my nigga. Yeah, that's one we can hope for because Larry Hoover ain't getting free. This nigga from Russia might though. Because Brittany Griner means a whole lot to us, and we really want her back. So we're going to give them niggas the Joker for Brittany Griner. But on the cool, 
Yeah, you think you saw mass destruction? Y'all go watch that movie. That nigga is the plug on everything that has to do with killing a nigga or oh anybody yeah, uh, yeah, Brittany man, you might have to sit this one out, take this one for the country because I, I didn't know hey. that nigga was up on the was up on the trade Bruh. block that they was offering. I didn't know that. Young Even if young, yes. thug, if young Thug got to sit it out, Brittany, you got to sit hey, it out, too. Hey, hey y'all niggas might be coming home at the same time. But, uh, <laughs> shit. But for the Merchant of Death, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, BG. I don't man. know, bro. I yeah, don't I don't know, know BG. Hey, they asking for too much, dog. That ass is probably too hot, That man. nigga's serious, man. That nigga's serious, bro. Hey, hey, I yo, throw, hey. I, I throw something on your books, though, man. I'll make sure. Hey, hey, hey all of America, man. need to hey, keep them books fresh. Let her yeah. hoop in basketball season. Let her wife come visit her. Yeah, all that good stuff. But for the merchant, yeah, man, oh, nigga, the, I don't know if I'll pull that, that, trigger, that nigga, man. That nigga's sitting in jail right now, and they about to give me up for a <laughs> basketball player, nigga. Yeah. I'm about to go ham in these streets. Nah, bro. man. Fuck that, nigga. We would we would lose that trade on every metric measuring sports system. Bro, you think you think niggas fleeced big time? Okay, you think niggas got guns now? Nigga, wait till that nigga get out. That nigga see all these mass shootings and gonna be like, nigga, hold my beer. Nigga, I get that nigga can get everybody in the world a gun. And I'm not lying. He put his mind to it. He could get every last human in the world. A fucking gun or a missile or something to kill somebody with. That is the last guy that we need to see free. Brittany, I'm sorry, but he's the last guy that we don't trade him for America. Bro, what, ha- what has this world? This is what we're talking about. Like, are you kidding hey. me? Bro, hey, it's a basketball player getting trained. You know why Russia want that nigga? Because Russia said, yo, we ain't even got to get no allies. If we let that nigga loose, all of a sudden, niggas going to be popping up all over the place with guns and shit yeah. to fight him and help us. Bro, don't let that nigga go. Watch the movie, people. Watch the movie. Lord of War, nigga. The takeaway is we got to keep Lord of War and the Merchant of Death locked up. Somebody else is hoping to avoid jail time, Miles Bridges. He got into a domestic dispute or a domestic altercation with, I think, his spouse or his significant other of some sort. The fallout of that is that the, uh, his wife, okay, so his wife, the fallout is Carol Charlotte Hornets refused to resign him. I mean, he was expected to get a big payday. I'm talking about a hundred and some odd million dollar, a hundred million dollar deal. Now was off the table, so he is a, a free agent now. Miles Bridges is a is a hell of a talent in more ways than one. He's been getting beat up, dragged, and it's the internet. People have been criticizing him about his his pursuit of a rap career, and they're attributing this behavior to to that. I don't think that's necessarily fair, or for them to do. I understand the jokes, low hanging fruit. You make a joke, it's the internet. Joke, you got to make the joke. Yeah, you got to make the joke. But I don't think that is fair. But uh, let's just keep it with the basketball before we get a little too hit. Do you guys think that uh, he lands himself on a new team? Not this season. Okay. I mean, he, he, as far as basketball is concerned, all jokes aside, now nah, he fucked up. Yeah. He, he fucked up in a major way. And I don't know if people saw the other video with the little kid describing the incidents and what he's doing. They've got like his child saying daddy's being mean and all this type yeah. of stuff. So, like, it's yeah, no, nah, he's finished. You can't be on the lean and leaning on bitches. That's just not how it goes, bro. You can't do that, bro. And yeah, like, just so many things like and boogie i'll say this the hip-hop culture is not to fault at this this is do you blame mcdonald's for people being fat and overweight no some people just indulge too much and i think that was his problem like he is a great basketball player he is a great defensive player and 
he is also we'll get into that but he's a great talent on the microphone too so i do think that some of the lifestyle that you see and stuff got in the way let's be honest guys he's he acts like a rapper he can hoop but he act, he makes decisions like some of these rap niggas we see that make dumb ass decisions that make you say what the fuck like you could have got a huge ass contract you couldn't just fold the cars that one night and let her have that dub yeah bitch go ahead you got the dub i'm about to make a hundred million dollars you got the dub though you could call me stupid too. right like you could go you could and another thing about the, a lot of these guys like that are nba and nfl and you have the financial means to just leave you can go to the bar and go get a hotel you can go to a hotel and say i need a room they're gonna give it to you a nice hotel like you don't have to stay in these spots so he fucked up 100 you take pictures with lean with blunts come on bro you play in the nba like a lot of us that that smoke blunts i wouldn't recommend hey look i'm gonna be honest with you lean's pretty live but at some point you gotta stop doing that shit it's an opiate it'll fuck you up it'll kill you and i'm from texas we know like it's a weird part we're to blame let's be honest so like we the ones that told y'all niggas it was cool and honestly it's not cool but it's fun but you can't do that shit forever so I, I, that shit is not something a pro athlete should be trying to do um i don't really trip on the smoke and the blunt kind of stuff but like it's just miles My, bridges made a lot of just a lot of shitty decisions bro like just a lot of bad decisions. It's, it's, it's going to cost him. I do think Sterling's right. He's going to lose probably a year because with all this that's coming out, I, I'm the one that always says, let's wait to see what the judgment is. But I don't think he's going to be playing just because no one's going to sign him with the fact that he could go to jail or whatever else could happen. Like, it's a sad story, but he just, he made fucked up decisions. Like, yeah. I feel so it's, it's twofold for you. I feel bad for him from just person to person, like just a heart factor. Yeah, but I then I don't feel bad for him because of the squandered opportunity. This man has God-given gifts and abilities, and when you you're a professional athlete, and you don't have hitting a woman is terrible, right? But when you are at that platform and at that level of success, why do you have to? Why are you doing that? Why are you putting yourself in a position Mm -hmm. to compromise your family's generational wealth? Like that to me is people don't understand how hard it is to get to the NBA, to get to the NFL, to be a successful rapper. You know what I'm saying? That's, that shit's hard. And yes. so when you finally get there and as an African-American male, female, whatever you want to call it these days, but to get to that level and you squander your opportunity, I don't feel bad for you on that part, man, because you, you got to do better. You got to do better. And this happened multiple times. So this isn't like... This nigga got, I understand people get mad and then it's like a real quick, okay, whatever. This shit's wrong. I, I would have compassion if that was the case. But this is a history of that. And then to the pictures that came out and the report that came out and the report, the testimony of, the, of his kid saying what daddy was doing. Bro, what is wrong with you, man? That shit is just so messed up on many levels, man. Pick up your chopsticks. Talk this shit. Man, yeah. I agree. Everything that y'all said, man, that was great. Only thing I would caution people to is two things. It's definitely not rap culture or nothing like that, but that girl's 23 years old. He's 24. They've been married and they got two kids. Two kids under two. No excuse. So a lot of times when people dealing with these emotions and traumas, so young with millions of dollars, they're not thinking. I remember being that age. We all do. Man, especially we was, some of us was living like we was going to live forever. I think he'll be fine. I think that he will be getting indefinite suspension. What that means is 
they'll he'll complete some classes, he'll do some things, him and his wife will give a joint statement. He's still already back at the house. But I think this is a caution. My, my parents told me something I didn't follow. Said, man, do not get married and have kids before you're 30. Mm. So with my son, I'm definitely going to tell him, man, just be careful. I'm definitely not going to victim blame. So there's some things I was going to bring up, but this is a recorded show. But sometimes you got to be careful with the type of everybody on this call is pretty successful. And every time I, there's certain people that just can get under my skin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, hey, I'll, I'll be having hey. a pocket full of money. I'm doing very well for myself. And there's one certain woman that she sometimes when I just look at her, I'll be like, so yeah. I think, <laughs> the caution here. I think me and Sterling is, know exactly what you talk about. Yeah, yeah. I think the caution here is she, that, she can't be named. <laughs> that these are kids. That's the yeah. one thing that I think people need. They're not realizing about Miles Bridges. Yo, like I'm what, 30 years old. I have a son and he's bad as hell. He's three. This man is 23 years old, married with two kids under two. No excuse, but he's a kid. And take us all back to 22-year-old us and Give us a million dollars, shit. I probably would be dead. I ain't gonna lie. Right, oh. yeah, I probably would in the A. Real talk. What you said, hey. shotgun? That's facts, though. That's facts. Big. But here's what, though, man. Here's where I like. I feel everything you said, but here's where it get. Here's where it gets hard. You got to put yourself in a better position. You got to get people around you in your life to put you in a better position. There are so many OGs out there that have been through this. There's so many athletes out there that have been through this. Why, why are you not more self-aware? You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's the thing that's hard for me, man. Like, nigga, you came out the gutter. Like, this nigga came out the gutter, bro. bro. Like, you gotta, man, this is your chance, man. You cannot I, fuck this up, bro. And I think what, what hurts us more is those of us who follow Miles My, Bridges know, nah, bro, like, you really talented like it's not some oh he could have made it nah like miles bridges potential to be one of the best defensive players in the nba like defensive player of the year type shit like he has a chance to be like one of the key cogs to to a championship team and as we'll talk about later he also has the ability to put out a very good i'm gonna say this he has the ability if he only was focusing on one thing he could put out a platinum record like i swear to god like I promise you, like the nigga nice, bro, and like to be nice at so many different things and to squander it in this way. That's why I said sometimes you gotta know when to fold them. Like sometimes you gotta know. I like we all know she who shan't be named, the person that can get on your nerves. Like we know because we're older, but to tell all the youth, man, leave, bro, leave. Go find somewhere else to go that is not around that person at that point in time because. That will fuck up, and I'm speaking from experience, you'll fuck up your entire life by just making a decision just to be like, oh, fuck, fuck this, man. I'm pissed. This got to go my way, and we're going to settle this. No, leave, nigga. Leave. Just leave and go do something else. And when yeah. I see niggas that are making enough money, it don't, you don't got to be millions. Just any nigga that's making enough money to be able to leave comfortably. I feel for the niggas that be like, I ain't got nowhere else to go. You put yourself in that situation, but I ain't got nowhere else to go. Like, I feel for them. But if you're in the NBA and stuff, you have all the means to jump in your whip, drive off to any hotel that you see in the city, and park it, get up in there, and do whatever the fuck you want to do. Uh, you, yeah, you know what I'm I saying? agree. Get the, fuck, get the fuck out, bro. Just leave. Because rise of right now, the world don't care if she's crazy. The world don't care if she hits you first. The world don't care. Yep. Yo, Rihanna beat Chris Brown the fuck up. 
And that nigga, and we still, I say we because me yeah. included, everybody punishes him for hitting Rihanna, bro. Like, everybody does, bro. And they have records saying, like, that nigga said that she hit him, too. And a lot of niggas deal with chicks that hit them, too. It doesn't matter to America right now. It don't matter to people right now. So, nigga, leave. RTV, you should have left and just went off and did whatever the fuck you did so we can keep making jokes about you trying to play in the NBA and making lean. But this other shit, <laughs> ain't nothing you can do about that. It was always, by me being a DJ in college, there was always, like, I'm always listening to music. But there was a verses and rappers and little bars that always stood out and stuck with me. And I remember Soldier Slim, man, he said it the best. And while you listen to these, these songs, I uh, have my, my, my homeboy like to call them the, these scrolls of truth. He says that you, you will get little pieces of a life lesson, little gems. And Soldier Slim rhymes. He said, Look, man, if I got to beat you, I don't need you. And that was mm. one of the things that I've always was like, You know what? That, that shit makes so much sense. It resonated very well with me so if i've always was in a situation where i was like this woman is pushing me to this which i'll just leave you i act like i never met you and see me and i've learned that is probably like one of the more mature and to me it fits me perfectly because i just act like i ain't never met your ass like hellos goodbyes all nothing i will give you nothing i won't give you no no anger I won't give you no, I won't even smile at you. I will act like I literally haven't met you before. I might even, if I do speak to you, it might be, hey, how are you, who are you? <laughs> like, hey, uh, my, so just, I act like I have never, ever met you before. See, um, and that's why I have a problem, because I'm the opposite. Because yeah. I'll see you and be like, father, fuck you, bitch. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So, hey, no, hey, hey, I'm not ashamed to say it. Nah, my nigga, fuck these I'm sorry. It's a topic for another no, no. podcast. Yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> No, but no, like, I, I just, I really, like, I had to, I had, my, I don't know about you, Sterling, but, like, I got two little girls. I wasn't 23, but I did have them before I was 30. So, and I did have them with someone that was a difficult person to work with. And I'm a difficult person to work with. So, I would say to MTB, like, I, I have fucked up myself. Nigga, you got to just leave, bro. You just got to just walk up out of there. Cause you gonna yeah, be man. Real, bro. Look, I think we all, I think we all been in, a, in that situation where it's like, now I ain't never hit a woman, but boy, I fucking come close, dog. Then and they I ain't gonna, gonna lie. I've come real close, man. Cause you, you get into them arguments, bro. And you just, there ain't no turning back, bro. I'm about to lay her ass out. Cause you that mad. You know what I'm saying? So just think if you him, like. Bro, you just gotta you gotta do better, bro. You gotta yeah. make better decisions, man. Bro, you, you do. What's up, shotgun? shotgun? Hey, this is a great combo, but I need my man. Is it Chris who do the edits? Man, you need to edit all this shit out. This sound like black people therapy. Russ <laughs> hey, y'all show is way too good. The last 20 minutes, edit that all out, homie. Edit every edit. Y'all doing too good, man. We trying to get these sponsorship dollars. Hey, here I'm in therapy. I was about to jump back in and be like, I hate that. This is safe space. This is safe this space. Bar, this barbershop talk right here. Hey, yeah, hey, no, 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 Stir. This is this is dorm room talk. College, <laughs> park, college apartment room talk, nigga. Hey, what a niggas, what a nigga chief keep saying? Close that door, nigga. Your nigga close that door. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> that shit was that shit was funny. All right, so. Moving along real quick. Staying on topic here. I know we already touched on that athletes, it's been done before. Athletes have balanced the sports and the the music world. There's been some people that have done it throughout their careers. 
and a balance, but when it goes bad, it goes bad. <laughs> oh, guys, uh, one of the people, and not to even put him into the group of bad, which called, I forgot, Arian Foster was one of the names that I forgot to bring up to you guys. Athletes that went and dipped their toe in music as well, so I fumbled the ball on that one by submitting his music, but whenever you're talking about athletes and, and people that do music, a lot of names come to mind. Shaq was uh, one of the ones in my time that I've I've seen. I mean, to me, he was considered one of the better ones. Today, we just talked about RTB, MB. Dame is another one that people talk about. I think him and Shaq had a hip-hop feud, that little back and forth recently. I didn't pay attention to how that goes. I did. But, uh, I listen to a lot of fucking music. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And, so then you, and then you got your bad. I don't know if people ever... Kobe, yeah. God bless you there, but Kobe, that shit was horrible. Yeah. Kobe had a couple of tracks. Deion like, it was, Sanders... Deion Sanders had the worst song ever. Must be the money. That shit Must was be. terrible. Must, Must be the money. See, no, Boogie. See, what you're doing is, because I saw the video too. When you look at the video, you realize this nigga Dion is so cool that we yeah. looked over the fact that he was trying to sound like Key Sweat. No, nigga. Like, no. <laughs> and yeah. the lyrics of the song was terrible. Like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. That's when it gets he did a similar rap too, so it'd be it ain't like the first time. <laughs> he Man, actually spit a bar too. Fucking terrible. Okay, so I, this I, is going. I, 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 we, you want to go negative or positive first? So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Top five dead alive. Let's start with the positive. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's just let's jump it off got- right here. All right. Look. So, Russell, and we're going to go with Sterling next. Um, your top five best pros that rap. Okay. Now. So- I don't know if there's five niggas that get my attention like that, but I'll try to get to five. I will say, in no order, in, you gotta in no five. order, I'm gonna go five, but in no order because I, I'm not finna rank these niggas. But I will say, off the top, Dame is in that list because Dame shit actually okay. goes hard. You can listen to Dame yeah. Little shit, like his shit actually go, like Dame Little shit go. I'm putting Shaq in there because can't stand the rain. That shit hard. Oh, I'm not standing. Nah, that's my shit. Hey, yeah, 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 no, no. Nah. Jack was tough. Jack was tough. Like, real talk, I think a lot of these guys get into the old, what I call the you can't have it all syndrome. And so when they hear you, they're like, nah, fuck that. Like, you can't be that good of a hooper and fucking rap and shit. No, we're not hearing it. So, like, I'll give you I'll give you Shaq. I'll give you Dame. I- I'm going to tell you the truth, though. Like, the Chris Webber joint was fire, bro. Like, the Chris Webber joint was fire. And if you listen to Chris Webber spitting, like, Chris Webber was on that hoe. So I will give him some. The AI joint was dope. Like, I think AI is dope the shocker. And, like, Blueface, he don't follow the beat. So you got to be the type of nigga that like niggas that don't follow the beat. So I fuck with the AI. Hey, hey Jules. R- RTB, for sure. This sh- I'm not going to lie. Miles Bridges got all them niggas, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Miles Bridges, like, someone told that nigga, you got a rapper go to the league. And that nigga said, hold my beer. I'm going to do both, nigga. Because I'm not going to lie. I, I'm sorry. Like, th- those would probably be the five all time. I'm forgetting somebody. I oh, my bad. Roy Jones. I'm oh, my bad. Take Roy Jones. That, that, Roy that, Jones. That, 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 that one song. Shit was tough. No, he had that two. Shit was dog. He had yeah. two. The one, Boogie. I forget the one you sent, Boogie. That one. Yeah, I sm- um, got a smoke. I drank. He got, y'all must have forgot. He got a- another one. And okay, the other, yeah. He got three joints. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't be stopped. So Roy Jones is dope. And he did it the right way, though, because he had the right nigga singing his chorus. I believe he had, sounded like he had Jazzy Faye for one. Then it sounded like he had uh, Bone Crusher for the other one. Bro, and then y'all must have, Young Blood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have to say, yeah, Roy Jones gets in hey, there. I'm forgetting. If y'all, if you heard Victor Oladipo sing, man. 
I heard he's nice, though. I heard he's nice. R&B, yeah, yeah. Oladipo, nice. Oladipo, give you that, yeah. That that was another one I forgot. Whenever you said, I said, fuck, Oladipo, do we? Oladipo, I did hear he, I didn't even listen to it, but I heard Oladipo was super nice. But as far as, like, niggas that can, like, that could have not hooped and I jammed their shit, give me RTV, of course, off top. If you ain't listen to the RTBNB intro, get the fuck out of here, my nigga. Like, I literally listened to that shit and was like, why is Miles Bridges going so goddamn hard on these tracks, my nigga? Like, why is he eating these hoes? When I heard Chris Webber on Gangsta Gangsta with Corrupt, and I'm not gonna lie, if y'all go run that back, two things you'll notice. Bitches nowadays wear no fucking clothes. And by the way, bitches is a term of endearment. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like saying nigga. It's like saying nigga. But they was wearing so many clothes. Like, nowadays, we wear no clothes. That shit was funny to me, by the way. But Gangsta was dope. Anything about RTB and Shaq had it going. And I'm yeah. not gonna the 40 bars by AI. Y'all, if we go back and listen to it, because I think a lot of us like we're just like, oh, them niggas said it was they were sorry because it was a hooper. Like he ate that hoe. And Bo, Dwayne Bo, what's it? Dwayne yeah, Bo. Bo. Hey, shout out to my nigga Sean though. That nigga Sean told me when I sent him that video, he said, Nigga, I thought money bag yo had a single out. This that shit said nah. money bo. Yeah, so I, <laughs> but it was hard though. He was getting, he was on his two chain shit. That was, shit was tough. I can't lie. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say this. That was one of the ones that surprised me because I remember I was like, man, whatever happened to Dwayne Bow? And then I say, ten months or a year later, I seen Sauce Walker, Houston rapper out of Houston, was like, hey, I'm over here with my dude, and had tag. It said Money Bow went from the NFL to the to the rap, which probably he legit. Bah, 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 bah. I was like, what? So I clicked the the, the wish card and it went. I said, "Dog, this is fucking Dwayne Bow." Now he, I, it. I give it to him. He was on some I, two chain vibes. I was on. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Like, here's my list. I'm gonna go ahead and just give y'all my top five. Not in no particular order. Roy Jones, Shaq, because I grew up off of Shaq, and Shaq was like the first athlete dude to do music. Shit, Miles Bridges. That he is to me the best. Hard the for best no guy. Reason, bro. There's no reason to go that hard on the mic when you can dunk on niggas <laughs> like that. That shit don't make no sense. And it was one more I just had on my fucking damn. I mean, I'll give it, I give it to you because it's one I forgot. Because Iman Shumper beyond them hoes, but his best song is that song he got with his wife. But that, but like he beyond the hoe. Iman Shumper can spit. Shump can go, man. Damn, man, it was somebody. It was nah, oh, man. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it, it wasn't packed, bro. It was a dude. I forgot. But I gotta go ahead and I gotta say my my last the last spot. I uh, shit. You know what? Tony Parker. Nope. Oh, Beasley. Stack a uh, stack five. My boy nah, Steve Jackson. Man. Stack five was <laughs> on the road. Stack. And- all right. So let, let me tell you about the stack five shit. So I remember I was <laughs> DJing at a strip club. And this is when the whole Chris Paul trying to get traded to the Lakers thing was going down, wasn't going down. And I remember Steven Jackson in the midst of that because they were doing a lockout and shit like that. And I can't remember. It was like a couple weeks later, a couple months later. I just remember when the lockout hit, Steven Jackson dropped. What's the lockout? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go ahead and I listen to this. And I'm like, (laughs) oh. Steven Jackson on this motherfucker, he rolling on this bitch. Bro. I mean, he, talk, he talking reckless. He is uh, a lot of gang talk on that bitch. He hit a Rico if he rapped yeah. today. <laughs> but that ain't the only thing. So around that time, I was always watching MTV too. And one of the things I always loved watching was uh, they used to have a uh, hip hop countdown on the weekends. And I would watch it. it. Never fails. 
So Steven Jackson was popping up there on cameos and shit like that, spitting bars. And dude, Steven Jackson was delivering them some bitches. Another thing about Steven Jackson was he was doing shows in Texas. Now, I don't think nobody even heard about this, maybe outside of Texas, but this is when Steven, not Steven Jackson, Steve Francis was going around the city of Houston. And you, damn, boogie, damn. Yeah. He was going around the city and embarrassed himself. He, he, he had weird behavior. Okay, let's just say that. He had weird behavior. And they said that Steven Jackson was performing. Francis got on stage, got a little too close, bumping into him a little too much. And after Steven Jackson warned him a few times, they said Steven Jackson choked that nigga out. Like in the midst of his performance and kicked him off stage. <laughs> they, just that they said oh. it. He did. Steven Jackson choked that nigga Steve Francis. Yeah. yeah. Don't fuck so, with that five. Big beat, yeah, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, get it popping like the 4th of July. He said that on MTV2. Uh, he said that. I said, oh, yeah. I said, yeah, he on some other shit. So, Jacko, baby. Yeah. Yeah, Jacko, man. You seen how you would slide niggas at that Malice at the Palace, dog? Yeah, Boy, bro. The Texas dog official, now, my guy. Can, 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 we give a, can we give an honorable mention, though, to my nigga Cole Beasley? Because although, Cole, that wasn't really my type shit, we all saw the freestyle on K-104. Shout out to K-104. yeah, yeah. yeah. But as far as like the song he made, it wasn't necessarily my type shit. But it, but was, it was cold. It was a very good, very well made song. The second song he did with the video and all that shit. Yeah. Sometimes I'm numb. Yeah, that shit was that shit was fly. So <laughs> like real talk, it, it was a very, it was a very, it was a very well made oh. song. Oh, I, so I, get, hey, I, get I got one. I got one. Y'all niggas ain't y'all ain't even mentioned, bro. Who that? Ma- Master fucking P, dog. Okay, hey, so, yeah. That's hey, what I wanted to hey, say. Hey, hey, I bro. was going to go ahead and not put in Master P and people like The Game, J. Cole. Like, I, I can't... Okay, so Master P is... This is how uh, I felt, uh, No, no, no. Hey, Boogie, I'm sorry. Yeah. But Master P, like, Master P is just a step below. Like, before Damian Lillard, it was probably Master... Well, Shaq, hey, I, I guess. And see, the thing is... Was, no, no, He's the coldest it, nigga to do both because he was nice at the hoops. And he was... He Master P... Let me tell you something. Master P was a rapper before he was a professional ball player. So I'm considering professional ball players that went to rap. So that's the, the which part. So we have a section to where later on we're going to ask that a question along those lines. But I do have something I do want to add. I remember like when I was a young kid, I used to subscribe to a lot of magazines, uh, Source, King, and all that, Double XL and shit like that. Ah, a lot of times in the Source... Yeah, a lot of times in the Source magazines, they would have these ads for albums and shit like that. And whoever ads was always featured was Jules, and that was Allen Iverson. And so Allen Iverson's whole project got pulled. Like, it was banned. Like, the motherfucker, it could not get past the the parental advisory things, I think, because it was so violent. So... A lot of that that Jules album, you probably won't even now you would, but it was one of those albums. Where it was like two weeks before it dropped, they pulled that bitch, and I was like, I, <laughs> I, I that was one of the things I always remembered about Allen Iverson, dog, like his just his I, music I, career. I remember, that. I remember that though, bro, and I think they pulled it. And you might agree. I think they pulled it because it was Allen Iverson. Because in that forty bars, like some of the shit he was saying, like nah, my nigga, you can't be the MVP saying this shit. <laughs> Like, you done killed about 40 people in less yeah. than 16 bars. Like, yeah. you can't do this. You done dropped the other F word a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, I, but I heard yeah. that whole day. He yeah. ate the 40 He ate the forty bars, but I, yeah, I think it was just because, like I said, it comes down to the man. You can't have everything. And a lot of people look at it, no matter how hard, no matter how hard J. Cole hoops, 
he'll never be a cold hooper, even if he is. You can't have both. No matter how hard, no matter how hard Chris Webber went, like you'll never be a cold rapper. No matter how be like Miles Bridges is the biggest case for this because if you've ever heard Miles Bridges rap and, and you like that style of that Detroit style of rap or Michigan, whatever you want to call it, if you like that style of the, rap, the, the Flint Michigan flow. Yeah, yeah, that Flint Michigan flow. If you like that, like you'll listen to Miles Bridges say, "Nah, like." That nigga nice. And I've heard other podcasts and I've heard other YouTube channels try to say this shit's horrible. No, it's fucking not. If that nigga wasn't Miles Bridges the Hooper, that nigga would be Miles Bridges the fucking artist. And we would jam his shit. Like, because he goes fucking hard. So I just think it's one of those things where no matter what, how we look at it, like, society's not going to let you do both. But I'm going to give niggas credit where credit is due. And Allen Iverson, or Miles Bridges, Dame Dollar. Shaquille O'Neal, a lot of them, Cole Beasley, like, it was nice. Y'all can make some music. Like, they can make some music. So I'll give them credit with credit due. When it's bad, when it's bad, oh, though, like yeah. Deion Sanders, that shit was horrible, Deion. And you know it. Deep down, I think that's part of the shit that made him find the Lord. Like, I think he watched that video after damn. he made it. I think he watched that video after he made it. said, God damn, must... He said, that I video, Jesus. Bro, bro, nigga, that and Eddie Murphy's party all the time are two of the worst. Party all the time ain't that bad. It's, it's horrible, bad. Boogie. It's hilarious. It's horrible. It is. It's bro, hilarious. Bro, it's hilarious. It doesn't even look horrible. like he sing like that. And that and the dancing in there is bro, fucking bro, trash. Bro. Party all the time. Party all the time. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious because when we hear it. We think about Eddie Murphy and like this nigga hilarious, but he was making that being serious. Yeah, that was. nigga was being serious. That, that was, was serious not a joke. Man. That was not a joke to him. To us, it's hilarious. And every time we hear a party all the time, we laugh and giggle. Eddie Murphy frowns and says, nah, nigga, I was trying to give y'all that motherfucking heat. Deion Sanders knew what the fuck he was doing. It must be the money. And the way he was on that bitch singing like Key Sweat, no. And I wanted to slap that nigga like a dog. No, no. You don't do that. No. You stop that. I don't, don't want to hear that shit. No, never, ever. And Kobe, God rest the dead. No, nah, nigga. You play basketball. <laughs> you stop this right now. Chris Webber, I, I will continue to say this, though. If you haven't heard Gangster from Chris Webber, you had to live it, though. You had to be alive in, like, that 90s era to yeah. understand, like, the flow right. and how he jumped on the beat. But when you listen to what Chris Webber was saying, I get that nigga credit. Tony Parker, no. No. God, no. Slap that nigga on yeah. the hand. No. You need to tap, nigga. No, don't do that. Who else? Manny Pacquiao? No. Never. Never. Stop. Don't you ever in your life do that again. Knock niggas out because you cannot knock songs out. Metal World saying? Peace? Oh, God. The funny thing about him, if you watch his documentary, that nigga took time out the season to make that shit happen. Meta. Ron. Mr. Peace? Yeah. No. You need to stop that shit. Like, some of them niggas, that shit don't need to happen. Dante West and Marquise Daniel was on a track or two now. Them niggas was trash, too, bro. Bro, I, LeBron and KD was on the track. The shit was blue. Mm-mm. Nigga, the shit was dumb, stickity, dumb shit juice. I'm just trying to say. It. Music <laughs> is not for everybody. Hey, but you been league? there. Sometimes yeah, I know. You, get drunk, you get drunk, you in the freestyle circle, and some niggas make you think you can do something that you can't. That's niggas true. stay your ass up out the bro. And, I'm a nigga, and I listen to a lot of music. Like Boogie mm-hmm. Sterling. We got Lon- the music Lonzo podcast. Ball. That nigga trash too, bro. Lonzo I, 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 I will say this. Lonzo 
looks like a nigga that is just in between. If Lonzo put the type of effort that RTB put in, he'd ruin his mu- he'd ruin his NBA career. But he would have a great music career. I think Lonzo could do it. But look what happens. Like <clears throat> shit, this nigga RTB want to be a rap musician too bad. Nigga, you go, you about to go to jail. You on trial? Yeah, he living that life. You done, dog. You, done, you done beat a woman up. You sipping lean, smoking blunts. Like my nigga, why even try to hoop? But I would say this. Now y'all tell me if I'm lying. Y'all know I can't avoid it. I was gonna say it one way or another. My nigga, after RTB get done with this shit, nigga, his next album gonna be fire, nigga. Fire, this boy. nigga gonna have gone to trial. He might have gone to jail. He's trying to drop a feature. Michigan. He might Them drop a future think, type album. Nigga, nigga. He, he gonna be coming out that. Nigga, he, he gonna certified. be coming out that bit. Kevin Gates. How he hit uh, Super bro, Gremlin, dog. Bro, hey, 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 nigga. Hey, I'm telling you. Hey, we supposed to be in love. Hey, RTB got <laughs> one of them hoes in him, nigga. He got one. Of, hey, he got one of them in him. Why, mama? It? Calling your mama like mama. We having problems, nigga. What you talking about, nigga? Yeah, speaking speaking of first. Yeah, speaking of first day outs here. Shout out to uh, finesse two times, man. That boy just came up, man. I'm I'm anticipating what he do. Up. Shout out to him. But uh, let, 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 let's keep it on on track here. We touched on the people that shouldn't quit their day jobs, their professional day jobs. I think Russ he just went through the list because. If I had to pick, it would have been it would have been Tony Parker, but y'all just hit every single one of them. Hey. Yeah, I was like, and I could not disagree. I was like, no, they're right. They're right. They're right. So let's go back to the. We, pro, we just uh, talking about Hooper. We just talking about Hooper because I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Tyron Woodley, fight niggas. Yeah, nah. Don't do music. Fight yeah. niggas. Yeah, Tyron. Ty yeah, that was yeah, the worst you know freestyle I've ever heard. And, and I'm gonna say this Ty, in my Tyron, life. Tyron, man, that might be the reason why he, he kept losing because he kept focusing on the wrong thing. But I got a question for you two guys. So if any pro, and you had an open, open night and somebody was like, hey, man, I got these tickets. If a pro had a concert and was throwing a show and you had the chance to attend, you had to attend, which pro would it be and why? Go Sterling on this one first. Mm, man. Oh man, I'm a, if we can count Master P, I'm going to his shit. <laughs> we can't cheating. count Master that's, P. That's <laughs> cheating. Like we would all, all three of us, all three of us would go and be front row. Like all of us would be in that bitch live in a bitch, bro. If you like, what nigga from our generation don't like P? I'm nigga? just saying, dog. That if like, I had to spend my money or my time, I go yeah, see that time. nigga. All right, all right. You know what? You know what, dog? I, I have to say. Give me Dame. It's you know gotta be. I'm gotta gonna take be. Dame. Hey, gotta be. Dame is the best choice because I went on a trip to Portland. And this is what, and around the time there was nothing really going on, my, my homegirl was like, she said, hey man, they got a concert and it's sold out. Do you want to go? I said, yeah, hell yeah. Who's there? Who's performing? Damian Lillard. What the fuck? Hey, so hey. he gets sold out shows in Portland. So. I didn't get a chance to go, but that was one of the things I said. I got to see what this shit is. So yeah, dude, yeah, dude, hell yeah. They, they, Bro, they, they, I, I think that's the choice. I got to. That's agree a with cons- that's a consensus choice. Honestly, let's be honest. Let me let me be real. If I had a show, yes, Damian Lillard, because I'm gonna get the end of it. If you just wanted me to have a show, where I don't know, man, give me RTB, nigga. Like they're gonna, they're my, it's probably gonna be some fights. But RTV gonna get that bitch. If you have not heard the RTV MB intro, like I'm sorry, y'all. Like that nigga is nice. Hey, but if again, if you like that flow, but give me Dame though. Cause like real talk out of everybody, like 
Dame ain't gonna have these legal problems that uh, Miles Bridges is gonna have. But then Dame does it the right way. He waits till after the season's over, and then he starts releasing his music projects. And Dame is, if you haven't listened to his first album, do it. But his second album was even better than his first. Dame's really nice at the shit. Like he's a guy again that I say, if you weren't hooping, we would be listening to Dame Dollar Tracks probably at a high frequency. I would choose him for show to headline right. the show. Period. Unless RTB available, my nigga. If yeah, RTB a- available and I can get away with all the ignorant shit that's gonna go down, give me that nigga RTV, man. I'm just tired of people saying like Miles Bridge is fucked up. His rap ain't fucked up. That nigga nice. So we can make all the jokes we want to about that right, nigga being right. dumb and beating his chick and sipping lean and leaning on hoes and all this other type of shit. But as far as like that nigga spitting, nah nigga, that nigga talented. Talented. Talent. Head. All right. All right. So moving along, the next question would be, he says, if a pro was signed to a label, they'll be signed to, and I'll put the example, if Shaq was signed to a record label, he'll be signed to G-Unit because that's just an example. I will go ahead and uh, let's go with Russell on this one. Who would be, which guy you, you would like to see best fit himself, his style on what label is what oh, I'm basically nigga. trying to say. RTB is QC all the way, my nigga, period. <laughs> like, R- you know, you give me my RTB, MB, Miles Bridges on QC, give me on the track with the Migos, nigga, what? Yes. Bro, nigga, hey. that now, okay, okay. That would be, that. I would love that. Hey, hey, nigga, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Coach K. Hey, hey, who you got? Fine. <laughs> I'm going to say Thriller on TDE. Nice. Nice. That's a good one. I feel mm. like we. I feel like we. I feel like we're even on this. That's nice. I feel like we're even on this. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I can see that's a real. See, that's way better than what I had. And I, and I, I feel said, like, and I feel like an Absol, an Absol, and Damian Lillard song would go hold, would go hard in a bitch. Yeah. Or you put a Schoolboy Q on a club banger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That'd be dope. That. Yeah, I actually like the ego. I'm a TDE nigga. I like it. I like you know, it. And, and Dane McCallie motherfucker too. So, you know, it fits yeah, right that's it. Oakland it too. Like, yeah, they, actually, they, yeah. they don't have an Oakland nigga in the clip. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be a, a nice little fit. See, that's way better than what I had. So my, my thing was, hear me out. All right. <laughs> just listen. Just listen to me right now. Don't, don't jump. Don't jump on me. The fact that you have to qualify like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 he's setting it up. I'm like, Boogie about to say some shit. And just, just trusting me, Deion Sanders on old school bad boy. Now let me finish. Let me what? finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. Now let, let me bring I, it I home. understand where you're coming from. Okay. Must be the money. Let me set the stage, dog. Must be the money. Airplane, champagne, gold watches, all this other shit. Diddy remix. Both of these niggas dancing in suits. Huh? 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 Getting it? Take that. All that. <laughs> You know, and Diddy gonna he gonna remix that motherfucker. I hate you, nigga. You know, in the nineties, Diddy gonna tell that nigga Dion, man, don't say shit. Just do that Dion. Just do that Dion dance, my nigga. And you gonna have you gonna have every other nigga from Bad Boy spitting a hard ass bar on that. The locks about to be on that hoe. Biggie about to be on that hoe. Like everybody is. That's cheap. Yeah, Craig Mack, nigga. The Big Mack, nigga. So Diddy gonna remix the hell out that hoe to where. All you go, all, put it like this. Deion Sanders is going to sing the verse, and that's going to be it. And they're going to have every bad boy on roster 
is going to be on the spin the 16. So that is where I, I can see the video. The video would be fire as hell. Both the motherfuckers dancing and shit, bunch of bitches and shit, motherfucking jacuzzis and stuff, airplanes, fucking expensive ass cars. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. You you you're thinking of like the essence or like the coolness of the yeah. Yeah. There's nothing that would be cooler than P. Diddy and Deion Sanders. Nothing at all that would be cooler than them two niggas. Like you, you can't top that in the cool scale. But that nigga's Deion Sanders sounded horrible. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't get over. Like I listened, like all the stuff that we sent in the chat and everything else <laughs> I've listened to, I could not finish. Must be the money. I couldn't do it. I could not finish that joint. I was like, I'm not. No, nah, I said I'm not sitting through the end. I'm not sitting through this. Like, Dion, I'm not doing that. Not for you. Not for anybody. That shit was bad. He was literally sounded like a guy trying to be Keith Sweat. But I get the time frame and when he was doing it, and that was the vibe, but nah. Must be the money. So, once more time, shout out to Chris Webber, because I went and revisited Gangster with Corrupt, and Chris Webber ate that hoe. I'm not going to lie, y'all. Chris Webber ate that hoe. That was another. Was that the same song that he had? He was sitting in that. It was like a chair made of ice. Was supposed to I be believe ice. so. I believe yeah. so. I remember I seen he it on the Drake, BET. He had the Drake part. He had the Drake part. Oh yeah, the Drake, yeah. The Drake part swirl. Yeah, nah. Cause whoever was mm. on that hoe. And if you go back and listen, I urge everybody to go back and listen. When you got free time, don't waste up none of your needed time. But yeah, when you go back and listen, like he he ate that hoe. I give Chris Webber a lot yeah. of props. And yeah, see Web. All right, let's just say this. Okay, so we already got alluded to this, but if you're making a song. Which three pros are you getting on the track? We're gonna go with Sterling first. Sterling, who you getting? All the uh, just you, however you want to structure it. You want to have somebody do a verse, or you just want to have guys do a chorus, or however you want to do it. Just which three artists are you getting on the track? These are all athletes. All athletes. You can't choose Master so, P, nigga. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. I'm putting Ola Depot on some uh, on some vocals on the hook. Okay, and then okay. I'm gonna hit. I'm dang, dang. This is gonna be a little song, it's like some rap R&B type shit. And then I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna get my boy Dame Lillard on them on the verse. And then okay. I'm gonna what you know, sweeten the pot. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to go with fucking. I need something like extra. So you know what? I'm gonna go with some, some, some Shaq. I'm, I'm gonna get fucking Shaq to finish okay. it up. DJ and Shaq on scribble. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? And Shaq gonna add that '90s ooh to that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel that. Okay. All right, what you got, Russ? So I'm not gonna go love song because I was thinking I was like, man, Victor Oladipo, that would be dope. I'm gonna go straight like bars coming at you, and I'm gonna do a mix of two guys. I'm gonna take Dame, and then I'm gonna take my nigga RTV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, the RTV and Dame gonna be on the track. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They gonna eat. They gonna eat that hoe. And then for third, bro, I'm not going to lie, put my nigga C-Web on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? C-Web going to talk. C-Web, literally to me, C-Web, and it may be something about these Michigan niggas. C-Web, to me, was literally on the track when I heard him. I was like, this nigga like RTB before RTB. RTB just took it too far because he rapped like, man, y'all niggas got to listen to Gangsta Gangsta. C-Web was on that hoe, bro. I'm trying to tell niggas, bro, Chris Webber was on that bitch. It was a good song. Then they had that Biggie verse that they made into the chorus in the background, nigga. What, nigga? Yeah, that hoes locked. All right. And women, women had on way too many clothes, though. Just as far as looking at nowadays, like, when that nigga poured the champagne on the belly button, I was like, she still has her skirt on, my nigga. 
She's not even in her underwear. Like nowadays, that doesn't even fly. America, yeah. that should tell you something about us. Lord Jesus, come back. I'm telling you. Say that, but hooch. But check it out. Uh, I, I, my I, bad, forget. y'all. No, I'm sorry. My bad. We forgot one dude that nobody mentioned. And this is probably the guy please. I was trying to remember. Say his name, please. This probably not. My nigga Shaq West, my nigga. Oh, no. Hey, <laughs> my nigga Shaq West was in the draft. And I believe, did he? He didn't get drafted, but I believe no, he was. No, he didn't get drafted. He was NBA no, caliber. Does he count? Yeah, he's, he just entered the draft. He's uh, probably like, no, he nigga, had, stop. Had a trial. He had a trial. Stop. He going over there. Now, Lil Beacon Hoop, though. Lil Beacon Hoop, though. Hey, but. Word, word to everybody, the curse lives on, nigga. James it Harden should apologize to that nigga, man. Yeah. It wasn't delayed. That nigga was working <laughs> when he gave it to him. Like, that, that nigga, true, hey, true. that little B curse is real, nigga. He hey. lifted it, and then he added it again. Man, uh, that, that nigga didn't lift that shit. Exactly. He ain't lit that check. shit. I need, to, I need to go back and check on what the hell that guy's doing. Dog. He followed me on, on Twitter. So but little, little, little B does, uh, and this is not a music podcast, but Little B does have probably the worst verse I have ever heard on that Lil Wayne. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> was it Grove Street? Yes. It was, that, it was Grove Street. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. He's that a was the worst. Boy. That was yeah. the worst rap I have ever fucking heard in my life. So let me go ahead. All right. So let me go ahead and give the, this three real quick. Mine's going to be a little different. All right. So I'm going to go with, for executive producer of the track, Kawhi, bring your quiet ass in here. So I'm going to have Kawhi come in and he's going to do the boards and pick out the, the beats and all this other shit. And I'm just going to have Roy Jones and Money Bo, <laughs> Dwayne Bo. And it's going to be on some ball ass shit. Yeah. Give, give me, oh. give me. The, some some you old. Didn't, you didn't <laughs> say we could use Kawhi as the engineer and producer yeah. in that bitch, my yeah. nigga. No, hey, I'll give Kawhi props. Kawhi was nice in that shit. That yeah. album or whatever he made, they made that was pretty dope. And I said, oh, this motherfucker put together a nice project. I said, this little motherfucker Bro. is a savant. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> those will be the three, the three people that that I would have to work on the track. But I'm gonna say this, okay, so. We all play sports in some capacity here. Pre-game is very essential to, to you getting into that mode, that headspace that you need to be in to perform. And music is something that, that that goes right hand in hand with that. If you had to, and I don't even know how I'm going to ask Russ this because I already know who you're going to say. Before a game or before any big event and you had to get into that zone, which professional music are you putting on what pros music is are you putting in or you you add to your playlist to get into that mode so i already know what uh, nine times ten i know what russell's answer is going to be so i'm gonna start with sterling on this one sterling who you jamming before game time oh man damn that's tough that's tough man i'm I'm gonna say uh give me some show it's nice that's a nice one all right Cause he gives you a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's thought provoking. Okay. All right. So it all right, but you probably was like, you, uh, it's it's okay. So before I, before I hoop, like it's, it goes in phases. So like right before I get on a basketball court, I'm probably not jamming like uh, some upbeat crazy shit so i'm probably gonna jam some victor oladipo like okay. right before i hit the court but on my way to the gym and while i'm changing and putting on my clothes 
Oh yeah, that's gonna be Roy Jones or RTB, nigga. Like straight up. Like we gotta. Uh, Sterling, you might understand this. I don't want to go into a game too wired up. So like, I'll listen to all the crunk shit as I'm getting to the gym, as I'm changing. But once it gets to like you're in your clothes, you're in your unit, you're ready to get ready to hoop. Nah, it's gonna be some. I'm listening to, to Victor Oladipo. I gotta chill out. But before that. No, nah, that's RTB all the way, bro. I'm jamming that intro probably six times before I put on that that R and B shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that that shit goes. That man, shit goes. I used to, dude. I used to be on that. Man, I used to be on Three Six Mafia all the time before game. Bro, I know. <laughs> if you want to talk about just what you get on as not like athletes, nah, bro. Like I would be on like Eight Ball, MJG. Don't make that would be yeah. first. That would yeah. be first. That would be first. And then I'm not going to lie. Listen, a lot of genuine, bro. In those jeans, before you hoop. Yeah, Before bro. you hoop. Like, before nigga, you nigga, what you, nigga, bro, hey. what you doing, bro? Bro, <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm just saying, bro. I don't know what it is, bro. This nigga coming again to all some blouses. <laughs> bro, hey, game. Blouses. I, no, I think it's in, like, football is different, Boogie. Y'all are, like, a an extreme, like, burst of energy but sterling you hoop like a lot of it's like a rhythm and a dance and if you go too fast if you go too fast you'll be out of place and you won't be where you need to be so i would always i like to chill out you know what i'm saying and listen to something slow but rhythmic so you give me some genuine you give me some usher i almost said usher you give me some usher, usher nigga. hey dog you give me some yeah. you remind me of the girl nigga i might drop 25 30 on your beach ass money hey Nigga, I'm telling you, hey, you get that mellow shit going, give me some D'Angelo, nigga. How does it hey, feel, nigga? Nice, bro. About to bust nice. brown, brown, hey. Fucking brown sugar. Brown Red sugar, man. High on your love. But that's the type of shit, bro. Isley Brothers. Like, give me some of that shit right before tip-off. But on the, in the car, on the way to the game, oh, no, nah, my nigga, I need that young Dirk. Aha. Huh? <laughs> like, I need to be killing niggas. I need some E-T- ESTG. Nigga, yeah. Yeah, I need some, like, to kill, I, like I said, uh, A Ball MJG. I remember my AAU team. We used to listen to that song, "Don't Make Me," and like yeah. we would be in the bus, nigga. We'd be in the bus, nigga, and we had a bus fucking rocking, nigga. Like the ball bus rocking back and forth. Had a six eight big ass nigga talking about ah, yelling for us, nigga. So yeah, it gets crumb, but right before the game, nah, my nigga, I need to chill. Like you can't yeah. be that live. We go into combat. It was always the opposite for me. It was. Pastor Troy, that was my goal. Oh, boy, vice versa. Boy. Yeah. Nigga, give more, me the vice more, versa. The, yeah, the more screaming, gunshot, <laughs> sound effects, explosions, the more the better. But it was one song that I went to that that really just took me there. It was fucking Champion by Pastor Troy. And if you're not familiar with that song, he basically took the Goldberg intro and made a song out of it. The Goldberg, uh, what's called? And it, it, that fucking, that song, it, it does something to me. It gets my blood pumping. And that was the song that I would always tune into. Or I always have in my playlist that will put me into it's, that space. That, it's funny that you say that because the song that is like right in the middle of being super live for me and being super chill, my nigga, vice versa. If yeah. you give me vice versa, let me jam that whole, like it can handle both sides of it. Yeah, no, nah, Pastor Troy, one of the most underrated artists that yeah. we've ever had on the under i just want to let people know but yeah pastor joy yeah i like that one boogie i like that one. Boogie, yeah, yeah. we gotta do a whole nother episode of music shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, hey it's so much it's like it, it's really so much i'm not gonna lie I live, hey chris we gonna need a lifestyle podcast and i got one for you we got another nigga that's gonna host it with us i'm gonna have to hit y'all with that i'm not gonna say it right now but it's gonna happen all right yeah gonna take over. 
Oh no, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it happen. All you gotta do is just you gotta just let me know what you're trying to do. But, hold on, what you talking about? Yeah, yeah, just let me know what you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Shit. But with the with the music and stuff, it is it, endless, dude. It's so much depth into it where you're just like, damn. It goes hand in hand, but I like I feel that you know there it needs to have its boundaries. Especially with the lifestyle, the clashing of the lifestyles. You can't live like a rapper and you, your day job is a basketball player, it's just not gonna mesh well. But that shit that RTB's doing is great for his rap career. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not great for regular life, but if you talk yeah. about the story of a rapper, this shit is awesome. You going to yeah, jail yeah. for beating your bitch? You doing all this dumb shit? You gonna lose your career? If you could put that shit on pad and words, nigga, you, yeah, nigga, you gonna sell a million records? Yeah. It's a story that people will tune in to listen. It's the, 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 it's the trajectory of a, a rapper's career is how it's, it's supposed to be, quote-unquote. But let's switch things up for this last question, and we're gonna wrap it up. So rappers who have had or have a great chance to go pro. So we're going to jump on the other side of the microphone here and talk about rappers who stuck with the rap, but had a might have had a legitimate chance to do something on a professional level. Let's just go ahead and just talk right now. Uh, let's just omit Master P from this because he's already he's the proved, one. He's the yeah, he's one. The one. He's After done him, there's only one other nigga, bro. Who is? If it's not Master P, it's J Cole. Yeah, that's how I had in mind. If it's not Master P, unless we're forgetting somebody, as far as Hoopin's concerned, unless we're forgetting somebody, unless it's Master P. Quavo. You can throw Quavo in there. That was my guy. That was my guy. Quavo is nice. I'm sorry, Quavo. Quavo left Ohancho is nice. I will give him that. But, and I know he's like a tri sport guy, too, dog. No, he's not. Yeah, no, I'll give you another one. I'll give you one that's not Nelly. basketball. Yeah, I was gonna Nelly. say yeah. You get you beat me to it. Now if Nelly, Nelly wasn't playing, Nelly wasn't doing music, he'd be a yeah, probably be an, a fucking it, it, MLB it, Hall of Famer. Most, de- most, be- most definitely would be an like, MLB. He was, yeah, so he they they the stories about him playing baseball are ridiculous. That nigga was Mookie Betts before Mookie Betts. Yep. Yep. Well, with the with rap, you got a shot. No, nigga, uh, nigga, diamond albums and shit. Yeah. No, he, he did more than well. Is it, like is nigga, only- niggas. Only only dudes using moving units is M Pimp Juice and us. Hey, 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 Nellyville classic. Mm-hmm. And Young Thug got locked up because he was trying to make his own Nellyville. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna young say. Thug, dog. Free big all right, so <laughs> we are not we are not yeah. affiliated with slimes yeah. of any type. Yeah, why is it? Not even Nickelodeon slimes, but free mm-hmm. big slimes. No, I'm gonna say this. I would love to see another Gunner and Young Thug projects in the in the future. I think that they are very, very, very talented guys. Hey, man, we don't know what's going on with this case, but whatever happens, happens, bro. And look, man, best of luck to you guys. That's all I can say. It's not a easy podcast. Yeah, if y'all want, if y'all, we can make it happen. You know? Hey, <laughs> it's just a good a thumbs up from the man that's in the audience, Chris. Oh, next week we'll have our sports before we go. Next week we have our sports video game show where we'll be reviewing Mad 23, talk about a lot of the happenings, yes. the movements, and shakings that's going yes. on in the sports gaming industry. We will have our special guest host, Chris Hubert, CEO of Wick Enterprises. The shit that you listen to now, we're going to have the boss man step in and hang out with us and talk about some gaming with us. He's an avid gaming guy, a fucking Madden savant. We've been, been playing Madden for about shit. It's almost 10 years. I want to say 2013, 2014, maybe. I think that's the year. But tune in next week. We'll be talking about that. If you Couch are... Me. I'm not going to lie. I'm, gonna try uh, to I'm, in, I'm in a lot of... Yeah, I'm go ahead and, and try to get them... I'm try to get, to get them get... to... Uh, 
Yeah, I know Show, not Show, Shotgun is. Yeah, he's a commissioner. In, yeah, he's a commissioner in that league, and there's also a couple other guys. Big Twan, Big Draco, he's in there. Yeah, man, um, go ahead and uh, see if they will uh, uh, yeah. Come on, because you know them guys not only are good at Madden, but me, I'm also doing a, a, an Xbox 2K league. So we're into the gaming. We're heavy yeah. into the game. We don't do PS5 because, like, Chris, I'm sorry, only losers play that. No, I'm joking. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm hoping, for cross, I'm hoping for cross-platform. I'm all about playing what you like. I like both systems. Do what you like. I want cross-platting. But I'm going to try to get them all, man, when we start covering a little, a little gaming. But I, I did want to say one thing before we go because I know we're about to do the closing and everything's about to wrap up. There's one story that we did not cover that I just wanted to wait to the end. And all I have to say is, man, how you cut everybody and get cut from the team. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, the Grambling State fired the volleyball coach who entered the room and basically took every scholarship away oh. from all the girls on that team. And I all I got to say is, if you haven't heard about that, I want y'all to do some research on that so we can cover that next week as well. Okay, yeah, so we'll have that. We'll fit that in there next week. But uh, this has been another episode of Sports Sushi. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. I did get to it then, so I have to get to it now. Inside the distance with Ernie Green, if you're a boxing fan or a fan of washed-up bar league pitchers who still that verbal fastball, go inside the distance with Ernie Green every Monday night, live in the Gradwick Discord server. This has been Sports Sushi. If you're not listening to Sports Sushi live in the Gradwick Discord, you're missing out, hanging out with our team during the show. Join the Gradwick Discord today and get your Sports Sushi fresh and raw every Thursday at 6 p.m., Pacific. I am DJ Slow Boogie. You can find me on all forms of social media. That's DJ Slow Boogie with the I and the E, not the Y. Snapchat, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Follow us on Sports Sushi, all one word on Twitter, and Sports underscore Sushi on Instagram. Sterling. Yes, sir. Hey, you can find me on Twitter. Y'all already know I keep it real on the Twitter at Furl Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what it is. It's me. It's a RL at RL Climb SP on Twitter and at sportsplug.russ on uh, IG. You know what I'm saying? To keep it coming at you. Hey, that's another episode in the books for Sports Sushi. Tune in next week. We've got another show lined up for you that I'm pretty sure you enjoy. Fuck with Pretty us. sure. Nah, nigga, you will enjoy. And in closing, go be great, bitch. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>